This is the Financial Coconut Podcast, Singapore's first personal finance podcast network. I'm your host, Reggie, aka Your Chief Financial Coconut, and every Tuesday, you'll be joining me on my personal segment, First Dips, where I bring you through some of the latest, most interesting ideas in the personal finance space, hoping you inch closer to the life you love while managing your finances well. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Okay, welcome to the 200th episode of First Dips, and it is the last episode. So yes, yes, thank you, thank you, thank you for all your support and making this a possibility. Not many podcasters can say that they have done 200 episodes and uh, is one of the top podcasts in Singapore and the first personal finance podcast in Singapore. Woo! Post-production better help me at BGM. I know I sound like an idiot, okay? <laughs> But, but today, today, I am essentially going to share with you the three core things that I think truly matters in all the personal finance discussions, right? It's, it's not about the mouse games. It is not about optimizing your investments. It is none of all that because those things are good, right? Those things are there for a reason, but, but... Uh, I think what truly matters is why are you here? Like, why do you want to consume personal finance content and 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 how to think about some of these things, right? So I'm going to give you uh, the final episode on what I believe truly matters after four years of podcasting and learning um, along the way. So welcome back. Last episode. <laughs> everyone, I welcome you to another day with the Financial Coconut in our podcast, debunking financial myths, discovering best financial practices, and discussing financial strategies that fits our unique life. You get it. Ultimately, empowering us to create a life we love while managing our finances well. I'm your host, Reggie, aka your Chief Financial Coconut, and welcome to my personal monologue segment, First Dips, and uh, maybe the last dips... <laughs> So welcome, welcome back, you know, sit back, relax. This is our last episode together, or at least for the foreseeable future. Maybe down the road, I will still post, right? Maybe irregularly, but you know, this will be the last of the regular weekly first tips. Okay, if you are here because someone shared last week's episode, great, great. Welcome back. This is the last one, okay? Sit down, sit down, chill, chill, relax. We have done many things. We've covered many things. We've got all the biggest boys, you know, all your KOLs, you know, uh, on the show, whether it's investment modes, you know, Ma, Lion, Budget Babe, everybody. Okay, I mean, there are more like, you know, maybe Heartland Boy, Financial Horse, you know, Tree of Prosperity. Some of the other guys, we should also get them. And we will continue to cast them and get them on the show. Great! Great, but you know, four years in, we have covered enough, we've gotten enough, we've talked to many people, you know, and yeah lah, 
Enough now lah, four years, right? So, and I got nothing more for you from the first Deep segment. We will continue the other shows, right? Chills, Wise and Shine, and uh, we will double down on some of the investment content, right? So those things will continue, right? Just the uh, first tips will, will not, no, will no longer lah, right? Because I need to focus on, on more things, okay? So, but, 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 once again, thank you for making this a uh, possibility. Heartfelt appreciation because four years ago, people think I'm a hobo. Right, today people think I'm a smart hobo. <laughs> yes, yes, that is the difference, okay? But yeah, uh, it's been a great run and I couldn't do it without all of you and I hope that you have benefited and, and even if you've moved on from the show, great, because you are done. You have consumed enough, you know what to do, you move on. Perfectly understandable and perfectly beautiful and perfectly good. Right? And that's the reality of uh, sectorial type of content, like deep down sectorial content. And to be fair, the only people that will tune in every other week are the diehard supporters, people that are still learning, maybe people that want to do more investment type things, right? So so that's that. But after four years of podcasting and doing my monologues and being in the personal finance space, I want to kind of distill to three things that I feel is really the basis of why you should learn about personal finance, you know, um, how you should think about which product to pick and, and all that, right? And because sometimes we spend so much effort in the nitty-gritty, you know, we go so deep, okay, uh, is this fund cheaper than the other? Uh, what is this fund trying to do? Can it, you know, increase another 0.2%, 0.3%? You know, oh, there's this uh, strategy where you can get more value out of it. You 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 have four credit cards instead of two, you know, uh, yeah, you, you use this, you, you can like, you know, more get like seven up to seven percent interest rates. You know, on sort of the banking account because you do this, do this, do this, right? So and then like this insurance can cover that. Like guys, right? Those are those are well and good as long as you have the base things sorted, right? All these are tools. The endless discussion of tools and products is not gonna get you to where you want to go because where do you truly want to go? That is such a meta question, but that is why TFC is unique and exists because that is what I am endlessly concerned about. So what do you want? Where do you want to go? And and only when you have that, then you can actually use all these other tools to help you achieve. All the financial planners out there are merely selling products, right? They are product experts. They are not really planning. Most of them barely understand these things, right? Uh, I'm not saying all. There are some that are really good, right? But, you know... It is what it is, right? And, and you expect robots to help you plan? That's even worse. Robots don't even think for you, right? They just give you the best portfolio in their algorithm as what they believe. But is that what you truly want? Is that what you need? You know, like, like how do you think about this thing, right? What is this beast of personal finance? And that is what I hope to conquer today, lah, yeah. Conquer. Last episode, lah, conquer. <laughs> so, so I have a few points that I feel is what truly matters and it will cover a whole span of uh, different, different things. And with these three things, I hope you rejig a little bit of your personal finance ideas or try to anchor down on, on them you know, to as, as a benefit to you. Lah. Eventually, I am writing a book. Right? For all of you that don't know, I'm writing a book because let's be real, whatever that goes viral on social media and whatever that goes viral on like the digital space, right, needs me to be more edgy, needs me to be like fiercer, more, more, more. It's always more. If not, who who wants to watch the boring middle ground? But sometimes the boring middle ground is what matters, right? The logical middle ground that is not sensational is what matters and I will resort to writing a book. So stay tuned. I will write a book to consolidate my thoughts. 
But today, take it as a prequel to the book and my finale to first dips. This is my very first point that I think truly matters uh, when you are exploring the personal finance space. Number one is do not confuse optionality with actually achieving your goals. Okay, optionality. You see it all the time. Different products tell you, oh, if you buy this product, you can potentially do this, you can potentially do that. Oh, if you want, down the road, you can also have this option. You got many other hospitals that you can go. You can use this at many different places. We got more merchants with us, blah, 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 blah. All these are optionalities. And my biggest problem with optionality is optionality comes at a cost. And the more options you want, okay, there's a tendency, the more options you want, the more expensive it will be, which also also means that you are diverting more money into optionality rather than actually achieving the goals you set out for. And let me put you a simple analogy, right? If you are driving from Singapore to KL, it doesn't matter how many R and R stops you are stopping at. Okay, it matters you get to KL, right? <laughs> so that is the that is the thing. It doesn't matter how many stops in the middle you stop. You know, oh yeah, we can stop here, we can do that. It doesn't matter because your goal is to get to KL. You want to get to the destination. This is this is the most important thing that I think more people need to realize. And like I said, this is very, very common, especially when you're interacting with all these products, right? And all these product sellers, and even robots are product sellers, right? So, so all these service providers, product sellers, I don't blame them. They are just trying to sell. They are trying to do their business. But we are, we as buyers and personal finance people and people that want to make our personal finance stronger and get to a better position, we need to be able to know what we want. Because if we do not know what we want, when we go to them, they may sell us a fruit basket. But I don't need a fruit basket. I just want a coconut. So if I go to the fruit store and say, I want a coconut, they give me a coconut. Great, beautiful. Right, but if they give me a papaya, I will say no. And by the way, I'm going to boycott papaya because someone on our TikTok say, we yaya papaya. Then I was like, okay, papaya shall be the arch enemy of the coconut family, right? So... <laughs> So we are boycott papaya. We will create a new character where the papaya is the asshole. <laughs> Stupid. But yes, yes. So this is a safe space for coconuts. No papayas. Huh? In other words, to put it simply, after you roll around in the mud of personal finance with all these products and information and things thrown at you, I need you to realize, go back to basics. Ask yourself, where are you going? What do you really want? Where are you today, which is point A? And where do you want to go, which is point B? And then you work from there. Point A to point B, what can I do? And over time, as you move along, you may find shortcuts. You may find certain products. You learn about this. Hey, this one actually can get me to point B at a cheaper price or at a faster rate. You can find shortcuts and that is great. Shortcuts with higher success rate is the goal. Right, from point A to point B, not the amount of crossroads that you can potentially have. Right, so, and, and I think that is something that I need to reiterate on what truly matters. It's not about options, it's about actually achieving your goals, which the prerequisite is what are your goals? This is something you must remember and you must be clear. And I know sometimes when we are first starting out, we are on the grind, we are on the race, blah, blah, blah. We have not spent enough time to think about our big goals. It's fine. At least your goals should be things within the next 5 to 10 years, right? Like what is the goal of the life that you want in the next 5 to 10 years, right? And as your goal change, your strategy can change also. You can move along. But if you don't have a goal, anybody will sell you anything and then you trust them because you feel good, because they're a long-time friend, because they are 
your friend say is good, whatever, then you end up into that shit. And then after that, when you realize that, oh, actually my destination I want to go is another place, this strategy may have gotten you down another path, right? So what are your goals? Don't confuse options with actually achieving your goals. And so this brings me to point number two, and that is if you get the big things right, you are almost always going to win. Don't do the nitty-gritty, like don't grind into the nitty-gritty. And I'll talk to you a little bit more afterward from our sponsor. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay, so you may think it's a repeat on some of the things, of course, because like I said, right, it is a... <laughs> I'm trying to, you know, put together based on all the things that I've done, conquer what are the three most important things when thinking about personal finance, right? So if you're a regular listener, these are not new to you. But what do I mean by if you get the big things right, you are almost going to win? Okay, there are a few main questions that I want you to ask yourself. Number one is, do you have a monthly surplus? If you don't have a monthly surplus, right, which means you know, your expenses are bigger than your income, right? Then you are not in a position to think about any other thing. Please go and sort that out first. Whether you reduce your expenses, you increase your income, do what you need to do to get into a position of surplus so then you can explore the other things, right? The next question that you should ask yourself is what do you really want? What are your goals? The third question is what goals are you putting your surplus to, okay? Because all of us have X amount of goals, but you need to prioritize because you have a fixed amount of surplus, right? So if you have a surplus of 3000 a month, 2000 a month, 1000 a month, you know, or 5000 10000 you know, depending on where you are, where are you going to put this surplus towards achieving which goal? And then the fourth question is, do you have enough time and stability to accumulate to the goals? Right, because I'm assuming that you run a business, you uh, work a professional job, you want that stability and how much time you think you can have within this stability such that you can accumulate enough surplus towards the different goals. And number five is, do you want to then leverage on the markets to hasten your process? The reality is, if you leverage on the markets, there will be risk factors, right? So because we all have limited amount of surpluses, we have unlimited amount of goals, right? So what are you going to prioritize and what are you going to try to achieve first? And are you then going to leverage on the markets to achieve some of these goals, right? At the core, it is really about goals, time and certainty, right? These are the main things in personal finance and everything else is built on it. Based on what are your goals, how much time you have to accumulate for it and how certain are you that your strategy will help you achieve those goals. Never start with a product. Right, start with the goals and, and this framework of thought. And from there, once you get these big things sorted, chances are you're going to win. Right? You, you, you don't be too special, lah, too venture out, too unique. Right? You don't try to use uh, uncharted territory to try to achieve these goals. 
you will achieve them, right? You just need some time and time is part of the strategy in this whole thing, right? Don't need to be embroiled in like, this is better than the other, this product is better than the other. The reality is products are in an arms race. They are always competing with each other, right? And and they, it's, it's no different from telco, no different. You, you don't think like the financial guys, right, are like insulated from product competition. They are not, right? And as more and more new digital products come in more and more you know different providers come in right they're all competing they're all competing there will always be new products there will always be better products you know how many people still call into the broker right my goodness everybody is using digital right and so what are the fees the fees are much lower as a result right unit trust these days are much cheaper because they're being being smashed by some of these other robo advisors right they charge their price you cannot charge this price right? so even ilps are the funds within the ilps the fees also come down ll no choice so th these things will change products will evolve products will develop they will keep up with time and you will keep up with time eventually as new things appear right we are now in our 30s in 10 years 20 years times things will be so different right there'll be more things and there'll be a lot of things that you thought were fringe and unimaginable and now it's the consensus right so those things will keep coming but where do you want to go um, sort out the big things and you're almost gonna win that is the baseline. Don't go into the grind of the nitty-gritty of the products all the time. Right? Once you get the big things, you can go and spend time shopping around. Hey, is there a shortcut? You know, is there a better product? Is there that? Yeah, yeah, you can do all that once you get the big things clear. And this is the last point that I have for all of you. And that is know what is a proxy goal and what is a good personal finance goal okay so you realize all is about goals right because to me i think and i bring it back down to the basic right personal finance is about point a where you are point b where you want to go and the strategy in the middle to get from point a to point b this is the baseline all else are a discussion right so why i want to take up point number three which is like what is a proxy goal and what is a good personal finance goal because as i am in the space for a long period of time i hear all sorts of rubbish that are being sprouted on like oh if you manage your finances good right? your family will be better lah. you know uh, your fam your met your fan met your relationship will be better your career will grow which is not you know i don't dispute those things but i don't think those are definitive right if you want to live a flourishing life in all aspects of life right you cannot just do personal finance yeah you manage your budget well yes you understand personal finance you 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 manage your strategy well okay great good 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 but huh it is not a definitive that if you manage your money well and your personal finance well everything at home will be sweet sweet there's so many people that make so much money and do great investments manage their finances well and uh, achieve all the goals that they set out for but they still struggle at home they are general at home and nobody likes them your kids will you if you are general at home right so we must be clear we must be clear that there are parameters around personal finance that it will not solve every single problem that you have money is a tool this is the money narrative that i hope you hold in your head money is a tool and it will solve certain things but in all aspects of life there are many other tools that you need to pick up whether is it you know uh emotional management whether is it communication skills whether is it angkat bola angkat bola is a skill okay it's very important <laughs> check out wise and shine we'll talk a lot about that i need you to realize that some of the goals that you set out to go for is really just a proxy to what you want and it may not actually achieve what you truly 
want. And some of the classics right out there is like six-pack apps, la, loving family, spiritual awakening, and, and all that jazz, right? And then no amount of money accumulated will definitely, uh, definitively allow you to achieve them. So I'm going to try to uh, define what is a personal finance goal, okay? This is how I think personal finance goal should look like. I want to accumulate 50000 to make my down payment for my BTO in five years' time. There are three main things, right? There is an X amount to accumulate, there is a Y purpose, and there is a Z timeline, okay? So X, Y, Z, okay? I want to accumulate 50,000, that's the amount. To make my down payment for my BTO, that is the purpose, Y, in five years' time, that's the Z timeline, X, Y, Z. And to you, you may ask, right? Like, which is the whole idea of like proxy goals, right? Like, oh, what if I want to bring my family during the yen holiday and, and is this a personal finance goal right right so I, I think i think that is a that's a thing to think about so so what is the statement right this the model is xyz we bring back to the model right so i want to accumulate six thousand to fly my family to bali for a week this december six months time right so does it fit the xyz structure yes it fits the xyz structure so i think that is a personal finance goal but we must be clear that that is only a proxy goal. If what you truly want is a loving family, what you actually have achieved is only a trip to Bali, which is well and good. It's already very good. But it is not the only thing that you need to do to achieve the loving family. right? And, and that's what I mean by do not confuse what is a proxy goal and what is a good personal finance goal. right? Within a lot of these proxy goals, they're all personal finance goals, but you know, they, they may not help you achieve what you actually set out to achieve. And that is us contextualizing finance back into life, right? And I think this is so important. And I, I, I know I keep using the word good, right? So in my head, I have what is considered a good personal finance goal, okay? So I based on the definition of how I define a personal finance goal, which is the XYZ model, okay, which has an X amount to accumulate for a Y purpose within a Z timeline, what I think is a good personal finance goal is one that's achievable with high levels of certainty. So let's say back to the example of uh, I want to accumulate 50,000 to make a down payment for my BTO in five years time. Uh, if you make very good income and you can definitively get this, then great, right? It, it, is, it is a good personal finance goal. It is very achievable with high level of certainty, right? But if, if not, then uh, there are certain ways to go about increasing that certainty, right? And if you want to work within this goal, then of course you either increase your income or reduce expenses so that you can increase surplus into this 50,000, right? Or you can use financial markets instruments to, you know, see if you can get potential profits on the capital so that you shorten the accumulation or can accumulate more, you know, to achieve that, right? Or you can deprioritize other goals, right? To focus on channeling your surplus to this particular goal, Right, so if you don't change the goal, these are some strategies. Of course, if you have very big income, it is not a strategy. Or maybe the problem is you will not get BTO, right? So you are priced out. That's a different problem, right? But another way to go about to increase this certainty is to tweak the goals a little bit. Can you reduce the dollar amount that you need to accumulate? Or can you lengthen the time you need to accumulate? Right, so instead of fifty thousand, maybe thirty thousand, then the remaining thirty thousand, your your wife or your parents chip in. You know, which is a reality I think a lot of people are thinking of. Or can you say we don't do five years accumulation, we give six years, seven years more time, right? And all in the view of increasing certainty, right? And if you can increase that certainty and make it very achievable, then that is a good personal finance goal. If not, you are just hoping and hope is not a plan.
So yeah, my whole spiel for the third point is to realise what is a good personal finance goal and at the same time realise that there are a lot of goals that we set out that are not personal finance goals. They are merely proxy personal finance goals and what we are really trying to do is to achieve things that cannot achieve just by being better with our personal finance. We need to do more. Better communication, better emotional management, better leadership, changing roles, you know, and, and all that. There are many other things that personal finance just cannot cover and I want you to be clear about it. And it does not mean that you cannot plan a personal finance goal of sending your family to a Bali trip because that could be the platform for you to heal your relationship, right? And But I don't want you to think that by sending your family for that, you know, Bali trip, everything's going to be sorted. That is not the case. You got to use that as a platform to then do all the emotional thing to heal the family. If let's say that is your goal, right? So yeah, to me, these are the three core things that people should think about when they are thinking about personal finance, right? Understanding the limitations of personal finance, understanding what this whole personal finance spiel is trying to achieve and not, you know, simply go on rounds and rounds and rounds of discussion around like, oh, this product is better than the other, you know, try to do this, optimize, optimize, optimize. But what are you optimizing for, right? So I, th- I think this is where I want to end first tips. Uh, to conclude, these are the three points that I feel that truly matters in the personal finance universe. Lah. Okay, number one is do not confuse optionality with actually achieving your goals. Options come at a cost. Rather than putting that capital or that surplus into the options, can you directly put it into achieving your goals? I think that's something to think about. Number two is if you do the big things right, you are almost always going to win. Don't need to go into the nitty-gritty of all those, you know, like, is this better? Is that better that one you can do it at level two we get the base things right first right do you have monthly surplus do you know what you want you know where are you putting your surplus to to achieving these goals do you need more time you know and can you leverage on the financial markets to hasten the process right these are the few main things and of course the last point is know what is a proxy goal understand the limitation of personal finance and know what is a good personal finance goal right one that is achievable with high levels of certainty the xyz model so yeah thank you thank you for loving what i do and yeah i cannot say that i will see you next week but yeah take care so yes hey i hope you learned something useful today and truly appreciate that you took time off to better your life with financial coconut knowledge is that much more powerful interesting we shared debated and discussed join our community telegram group you know i think we will be upgrading that a little we'll see um, follow our email newsletter we're doing an investor email newsletter we are updating that also check out our website check out our academy check out the other things that we are doing follow us on our socials which i know many of you do and yeah continue to help us to grow and uh, yeah spread the word you know, at the end of the day i think it's about achieving your goals and i hope that these 200 episodes go towards helping you achieve your goals and as long as you can achieve your goals i don't need your attention all the time so yeah with that this is the end of first tips planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Okay, 没有了，没有了 That's it. That's it. Okay, balik kampung. Okay, all the best. Have base already. This thing shall be it. Okay, if uh, down the road I have more interesting things to share for first tips, I will share. Okay, but I think I have. Gone through this whole thing, and I've looked at enough of the mechanics of how all these things work to derive the frameworks around them, right? And and I think those are good enough. I hope you find them valuable. Maybe there's one thing that I will share down the road soon, which is the insurance one, because I I I have been trying to kind of explain to people these things, and and I have learned.、Uh, I have kind of. Found a few things around to to be able to give people a easier way to understand insurance, right? We will talk about that another time.、Uh, but yeah, this is the end of two hundred episode of first day. It's the longest running personal finance podcast in Singapore, and I believe it will be the longest running because、um, for many other commercial only entity, right? If two hundred episode in,、uh, they don't make enough money, they will just kill it already, right? But for us, it's it started as a passion project, started as a rent. And、uh, we are growing further. So thank you, thank you. Take care, coconuts. See ya. <laughs>